Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. From the city that never sleeps, a space for all LGBTQ friends and allies. Welcome to the LGBT Chat, hosted by Ida Ramirez. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the LGBT Chat podcast. Joining us tonight are Logan and Angel. Hey, Angel. Hey, Logan. Hi. Hey. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, so we're supposed to be speaking with Kristen tonight from um, Noonday. Yeah. Yeah, Noonday. she's from Noonday. And Not she Noonday. She also has her own organization that I'm way less familiar with. So she's saying that, um, what is your HO? What does HO mean? Home office. So, so apparently that town is having a shelter in place. Um, yeah. So... Um, Austin, Texas, is now in a shelter-in-place situation. I think most of Texas is. Where is that, the Minute Maid uh, Stadium? <laughs> Where the Astros play? I'll have to edit this out. It's fine. Oh, Houston. That's yeah. Houston. Where okay. the Astros play, for sure. So, so that's where we were. <laughs> Beautiful I, I vaguely know my sports balls. So, uh, so she's waiting to get more information before she can share more with us. And Logan, um, Last time we were speaking about uh, Noonday, I forgot to ask you, like, price ranges. Is it is this affordable? I mean, I would say so, yeah. I, I think our, our median price range is between about 35 to 60 um, okay. And then there are things above and below that. I mean, we have handbags, like, handmade leather bags that are going to be They're pricier. Beautiful. Um, they are amazing. And those tend to be... Um, Somewhere between 115 and 300. And do you mind recapping a little bit of a noonday? Sure. Yeah. So we're a fair trade jewelry and accessories company, and we partner with artists and businesses in vulnerable communities all over the globe to create jobs in their communities, um, marrying their crafts and traditional techniques with contemporary styles to build a marketplace here in the U.S. And what you're wearing is from noonday. What I'm wearing is Noonday. I'm wearing yes. a necklace from Kenya. That is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. She's all like UN on her outfit. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think last time when we spoke to Logan, we, we spoke a little bit about how you got started and um, the stuff that you do and where you've traveled. Um, so I guess that's we wanted to get um, Kristen's perspective. Um, but with this whole stuff going on, are you stuck in Florida or you're just like enjoying I it? I am. <laughs> I am currently stuck in Florida. Um, so I came down here almost two weeks ago now for my dad's birthday. And my husband was supposed to join me a couple of days later by the time... He was supposed to fly down. 
it seemed sort of uncertain slash irresponsible to get on a plane. So yes. he never actually joined me. Um, and now I'm sort of just like waiting to see what happens. It still obviously isn't a good idea or responsible to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to do my part to flatten the curve. And so who knows? I was thinking about maybe driving back up, but there's nowhere to stop. And they have these crazies, um, these crazy, uh, like drop off fee. Cause I tried doing that. I'm getting not I'm right a now. There. That is a, no? that's actually, they're like waving those right now. It's actually that's kind amazing. of crazy. Cause normally the fees are out of this world. It's like, if yeah, you it's like 300 bucks. Yeah. It's Logan. So I can actually, the rental was like $25. Sorry. The rental was $25 per day for five days, like a hundred and change. And they want it three forty five for just the drop off fee. Yeah. So they're not doing that right now. I, I've looked it up and to, for me to have a car for five days, which is way more than I would need it, but I figured be safe. Um, is like $125 right now total. Oh, that's amazing. So maybe yeah, I'll do that. I'm picking it up in Florida and dropping it off in New York. My mom's kind of stuck here too. She doesn't like to fly. We're actually supposed to fly down Friday, um, me and her husband, and um, we canceled our flights. Uh, and actually, surprisingly, he he was with American, um, and American's kind of giving him like a hard time. They offered a refund, but they're like, it has to be proved. I don't know what shenanigans they're running. Spirit, on the other hand, spirit of all places and all things, uh, give me a, a credit back in like two days. Um, that's amazing. I know. And like perks and other stuff. And I'm like, wait, what? Spirit? That <laughs> is wild. I hate to talk shit publicly. Yeah. Although, no, I don't. Because I totally <laughs> tweeted about how horrible they are. Um, yeah. Spirit is always the worst. So they the are. They charge you for breathing. <laughs> yep. They charge you for breathing. They even charge Angel. They charge you for checking in at their like kiosk at the airport. That's how that, crazy they that are. Ridiculous. For checking in, like, how else do you want me to get on the plane? They want you to yeah. like download an app. Isn't it free if you do it on your phone? Yes, it's free if you do it on your phone. <laughs> so, so I was gonna. We were gonna rent a car last week's Friday. And I was going to take mom. And then I'm like, wait, I have to be back at work. Like, even though we're working from home, but I have to be back at work Tuesday. Um, I don't want to just go to Florida for two days. Me driving by myself, even though I've done it in the past. But I was younger in the past. Now I don't have the mental stability <laughs> that I did. And I can't, like, focus that for that long. So I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's very smart. So we canceled the car. And then, like, the prices went up. And then they went down. Went down and then I hear there's, like, a shortage of cars. Um but oh, yeah. I don't, I that might have changed. I was a pickup truck. <laughs> That's awesome. It's fine. <laughs> but the gas on that. I know. I didn't think about that. Um, anyway. But yeah, so mom's here, which I get to enjoy her for a little longer. Um, That's good. Yeah, I'm with my family too, so it's nice. Yeah, uh, but I bet I you feel, miss your husband. I miss my husband and I feel horrible for him because... He's obviously sheltering in place like everybody else in New York right now. And he's alone in our little shoebox apartment. And we have barely any natural light. And it's just really sad. Yeah. I had to Sunday 
afternoon. I went out for a walk because I was losing it at home. Angel, are you losing it? I mean, you live with your, your sibling, so I, that can be overwhelming. It is an understatement. <laughs> it's an understatement. He's also an educator. I'm, I'm, oh my yes, God, are you teaching from home? Remote learning, yes. And it's oh, been okay. insane. Like, I really insane. can't imagine what teachers are going through right now. I would love to hear more about your experience. It's, it's like, so we're using like a platform, Google Classroom. I don't know if you guys have heard. Mm-hmm. So, but literally everybody, they closed the entire Department of Ed down for this time. So everybody's using the same platform, which I didn't think was very smart. But so now we're having the, we're dealing with the, like the slowness of it operating correctly and people are not submitting things correctly and the students don't know. And I work with a kindergarten first grade. Mm-hmm. So it's really their parents. We can't really expect too much from them because they don't really know about the technical stuff at that age. So it's just a lot of constant communication with parents and students and making sure everyone's up to date. If people, if we don't see activity from certain kids, we have to reach out and see if everything's okay. It's just so like totally different from being in a physical classroom Yeah. where you have, where you can offer the support. You can't really offer as much support on, on the web. It's just been, it's, it's been an adjustment. Yeah. I've been so curious about the whole internet classroom thing because there are so many kids who don't have computers at home or don't have, like, how are you, how are you dealing with the economic disparities that are obviously a part of every classroom that are less obvious in a physical classroom? So in our, so our school actually did something really well, which is they actually offered to give out computers, um, electronics to students. So we were able oh to give gosh. them at, like our laptops, which I wasn't so crazy about in the beginning because it's like, we're not getting those back. But we actually did that as a way of saying like, okay, you need, like now there's no excuse. Like that was the, yeah. that's what we did. Kind of like we're doing remote learning until this date at the latest. Here's the laptop. Now you have no excuse. Everyone should be on. That was the, the goal. So that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and <laughs> How is the, the attendance been? been? Okay, the attendance has been okay, but now the problem that we face is in the neighborhood that I work, you have those students who have multiple siblings, and we're only providing one laptop, and they all need to go on Google Classroom to complete their assignment. So that's the other challenge, but for that challenge, I haven't heard really anything that is So it was more that. of like a one per household, not one per grade? One per mm-hmm. household. Oh, wow. So that's another challenge that we face. And, um, but for the most part in, in the class that I work with, we've been, it's been okay aside from the kids who um, just haven't logged on because of whatever the individual reasons may be. But for that, we just reach out to them and let them know that each day we have to reach out to them because if they aren't logged on, it is um, like labeled as an asset. Mm-hmm. So, which is crazy because, you know, they're not fit. We're not able to physically tell them you need to be here or to show up anywhere. It's really just everything's virtual. So it's kind of like we're leaving it up to you. You know what to do kind of thing. Yeah. Somebody was mentioning at work how they're, they're supposed to complete an assignment at a certain time as a way of um, making sure, like marking their attendance. Yes. Um, some schools, like the older schools, maybe middle school, high school, they're more used to the whole virtual system. A lot of the school, the older schools use it. Um, so they probably have a time where they need to check in and this and that. 
for me, I work in elementary school. So for us, it's really whenever they submit an assignment, we mark their attendance. Oh, if we true. don't get any assignments from them, then they're considered absent. So yeah, it's, it's definitely. I wonder true. if my job works that way. <laughs> I... <laughs> I actually have to be like on the phone with people. So it sucks. I yeah. can't what even hide do? from it. I do like billing for a home care agency. So, oh, cool. but it's. um. It's a CDPOP. We actually started, our company started the CDPOP program in New York City like 35 years ago or more. Um, and it's where we, you can take care of like relics um, and get paid for it. Oh, I and love you that. Don't need, I and you don't need, ads. yeah, well, <laughs> we don't have ads. Those companies are actually what's running down Medicaid um, uh. cost. So now like DC is trying to shut the, the program down. Um, because the the cost has been overwhelming. Like you hear the commercials on the radio and on TV, like take care of your family or blah blah blah. Get paid yeah. eighteen dollars an hour. So like everybody's been signing up and uh, signing up, and there's been like an influx over the last four years and on like this program. And so they're like, I guess they're worried about fraud. Well, it sounds like a good program. <laughs> it's a great program. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people abuse it. But hopefully, there's some sort of resolution. I um. So I went to the office today, took the bus to the train, and uh, I, I marched all the way down to Wall Street, and it was so quiet. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's so strange. It's so strange. Especially it's weird there. to not be there and to know how weird it is right now. Yeah, be safer down there. I um, know. The numbers oh, keep replicating. Yeah. The numbers keep replicating by the, by the minute. By the minute, by as the days go by. Yeah. No, but it feels like by the minute. Like you'll look one time and then right after it's like a different a different number accumulating yeah. over just a short period of time. It's just so many people right on top of each other. And there's no way to not come in contact to either people or things that other people have been in contact with. It's impossible. We're hey. just talking about how New York's weird right now. <laughs> the numbers are Angel. So what happened on Sunday? You were at a community um, meeting. Yeah, Sunday I had a, a meeting with my other place of work because what the community do, I'm glad you brought that up because what the, I work at a community center as well. In this same community that I work by day with the education department, I also work um, after school at an after school community center and I work with middle school students and we do different leadership activities and things like that. I love it. Anyways, um, they, we had a meeting. What they're doing, I think, is really, really interesting. The, the, it's a nonprofit organization. And what they are doing during this time is sending staff who are, I guess, I guess as opposed to having to not pay them, sending them to those, I don't know if you've heard, they're doing enrichment centers here in um, New York for, because of the schools being closed, any um, first responder who has a child can drop them off at the enrichment centers. And to, in order to staff the enrichment centers, these nonprofits are coming together to send their staff out to, I guess, work with the first responders' children. Oh, wow. So at their home, or how is that? It, it's They have, like, zone schools, like, for Queens, I guess, like, for... I don't know exactly know how they're breaking but I mean, it up. Like, but how I, does it work with the social distancing? Like, if right, you're not you're, like, asking to be... people to gather. I, well, no, they have multiple locations. And I got the insight from um, somebody who did it already, like, prior, because I haven't done it yet. This is just, like, all a thought. But um, from somebody already that they did it so, like, narrow and, like, small that it's almost 
seems like a waste of time, but like three kids in one, like almost like a one-to-one relation. Three kids, three adults. And okay. in one, I don't know if it's one room. I don't know if it's like just one building. I doubt it's one building. They're probably in the different mm-hmm. building areas in the building, but just so that it's not a gathering situation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's so complicated. It's obviously, it sounds like a, a necessary solution. I mean, we've got all of these first responders, nurses, doctors, uh, everybody like who would ordinarily get a nanny or a babysitter and no one wants to, or no one can yeah. do their normal close contact job. So these kids need care still, obviously. So it's very important. Right. It's just like, it sounds like a lot of risk still. Everything's so complicated, yeah, right? It's, yeah. It's the same thing with our seniors. We have, eight, you know, attendants calling us asking, like, what are we supposed to do? Do we still go to work? And in and, and our office, technically, the clients, the contractors, so we refer them to the, you know, to the consumer. Like, if they want the services and you're comfortable going and they're comfortable with you going, then you go. But it just sounds, it sounds very risky. Mm-hmm. Um especially if you're taking care of seniors yeah. or disabled people. There are a lot of people in New York that don't have um, relatives and that depend on this person to go in and help them. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's like, what's the alternative? How do we, how do we do it? <laughs> do we just drop off yeah. food? I mean, but what about basic like care, like showering or bathing and, you know, diaper change or whatever? I don't know. It's just too complex. Uh, they're also discussing yeah. having people just spend like, um, like having live-in people, uh, where you just spend, you spend three days and then another one spends four days. Um, and so your circle of contact is still very small. Right. Most of the time you need approval from your insurance. HMOs won't approve it unless you have, you meet certain guidelines. It's just so convoluted. Um, I feel like we're seeing like new definitions of first responders right now. Um, people who are, so necessary for daily life for so many people who are just going about their regular routine in this time where everybody's told not to, but they have to. Our grocery stores. Grocery stores, postal workers, um, and it's people who aren't generally taken very good care of anyway. It's so, yeah, I think this really, like this whole shutdown really is also a way to put things into perspective for certain people mm-hmm. um because you wouldn't think like all oh, the super the person who works the cash register at the supermarket would be considered an essential worker until yeah. a time like this where everything is shut down except for supermarkets then they are considered yeah. an essential worker and then they're needed so right. i think for people it's kind of like a wake-up call like wow like you need to start treating these people the right way yeah absolutely we were talking to two uh, friends, Kathy and Ari, um, last episode or episode 34, and they're both in the service industry and they're both out of work. Um, yeah. And I think one of them indefinitely. So she's she's trying to collect unemployment and they're giving her the runaround. It's like the craziest thing. Um, they referred her to a phone number and where she got disconnected several times before she got a hold of somebody and then she was disconnected again. Unemployment is already like, you know, it was already a, a, not an easy process. And then mm-hmm. you're adding this coronavirus right. aspect to it. It's even more insane. So, I mean, our local government 
has I feel like just needs to do a little more for for these people. Um, yeah. Or to a way to facilitate, you know, unemployment for them. I I've heard about I don't know how true it is of with Canada where they're they're giving some sort of like stimulus package to to everyone for 15 weeks um and they're wow. also like closed like down a stimulus uh, like a bi-weekly thing i think it was okay. like 950 or 975 or something like that um and they've shut down like the school for the rest of the you know the school year where what are we doing i mean we're like, supposed, this is supposed to be getting to be the... some sort of stimulus package but i feel like they keep wrapping it up into the like corporate stimulus so nothing ever passes because those just as two I, are not related just when you think like our nation couldn't like degrade itself <laughs> or like like I, I don't know like it just things just keep like you don't think you can get odd until until you are so we will we will just prove you how gross we can get <laughs> i'm just um, hoping so that we, people can really get back to everyday life normally because this is absolute like I think all across New York this is like a change it's, well I wouldn't say all across all across everywhere yeah but it I really mean, is everywhere for, for New York I feel like it's really like hitting because it's like we literally never stay home <laughs> right we're never Everyone able just to like takes for granted that that's Things are going to be available, that you can leave the house and get what you need. I, I said exactly, no, the no, city that never uh, sleeps. <laughs> the city yeah, that never exactly. sleeps is actually sleeping, is taking a nap for yeah, God knows yeah. how long. But Angel, they were saying that they were testing, New York City testing more people than any other state. So it's why our, we're coming up with more numbers. But yeah, we're, right. also, we're also more, um, we have more accessi- accessibility to like mass transit. Um, and we're more accessible to larger crowds than I feel like than any other city, which is what oh, yeah. makes this even crazier. But to see exactly. like other states not taking this so seriously and like people just wondering about the beach and like that they're, they're really living the parks and like, what are you doing? It is ridiculous. <laughs> it is completely yeah. ridiculous. Like so totally not even here. They're just like. No, please. Like, I think they're hearing, like, that people are actually surviving from this. So they take that and they run with it. But it's like, people are also dying from this as well. Like, we have to take it into consideration. And they're also hearing that young young children, well, I guess not young children, but, like, 18, 20s are, su- like, surviving, I guess, more. The survival rate is a little bit more than it is for older folks. So the younger kids are like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But it absolutely does matter. Well, yeah, it's, it's just... also not helping that we have certain people in positions of power who are making light of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who weren't following protocol from from the very beginning when they were warned. Right. Like, how can we release people from these strict um, orders if we never actually enforce the orders? Exactly. It's just going to get worse before it gets better. I was hearing... Red, red table talk with um, Jada, mm, mm, mm-hmm. and she had uh, somebody from the CDC on, and there was somebody who uh, it was a group of friends who received somebody over from. They had a friend come over from London, who got them all sick, and they all had the same symptoms. They all developed, you know, the fever that wouldn't go away, um, the aches. Um, she was describing um, uh, the loss of taste and smell 
And I think she said it took them like 12 days before they all got a little better. Um, yeah. For the fever finally broke. I just don't understand why people are still gathering, why people are still going about it when you know you might make somebody else um, who's not healthy sick. Yeah, it's yeah. very Sicker. arrogant, very self-absorbed. And like, even if you're not gonna die, why would you want to have flu-like symptoms for two weeks? That's horrible. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's so just ridiculous. because you're not high risk doesn't mean you're immune. They're not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing reports of like well i was reading reports of kids in uh down in florida for spring break come um uh, testing positive how's it i don't know where you are down there but how's it I'm been beach now. <laughs> but how's it been so it... our beaches are closed now which is good it took Great. way too long for that to happen um and it's people are doing a pretty good job at social distancing for for a couple of days when I was here, we would like go to the grocery store and people were just being like cold towards everyone. And now people are being human again, which is nice, but still very much like no one's cutting in. You know how people mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, there's a space for me. I'll go through. Um, people are just like, I'll wait for you to pass by and then I'll walk after you. Like the thing you're supposed to do. Yeah. (laughs) We're finding our human decency amongst all this. I really hope so. I think, I think a lot of this is going to sound horrible and I really don't mean that this is a good situation at all, but I think that we can learn a lot from the situation. I think that um, we can find our humanity from this. And I think that it's putting everyone on an evil plane that we've never been on before um that we we're all experiencing the same things um and i i am hoping that it will help us all see eye to eye a little bit better in the future um yeah i agree like when when it all passes maybe people will really have a better look on everyday life not like life as a whole but i'm just saying like the people you meet at work like for for example for me i love i've always loved what i do for my profession and i love going to work i never really understood those people who were like oh i wish i didn't have to go and this and that that." Mm -hmm. like i love it i love everything about it and just being home, I'm hearing, like, co-workers of mine, like, telling me, like, oh, my, this puts things into perspective. I always say, like, how much I wish I could just work from home and I wish I could stay home. But now that it's actually happening, it's like, no. Like, I need to get out. I need to clear my mind. I need to be at work. So it's like, I think it'll just change a lot of people's perspectives and minds, hopefully, when all of this is lifted. Yeah. You know, it's also beautiful seeing how, like, animals are taking back, like, to the places where where they used to, um, like, I guess, have access to, like, the dolphins in, in Venice and, like, seeing, like, wildlife just, pond, like, you know, walking around the city. Like, it's just bizarre, but it's so beautiful. That is really cool. I, do you guys have anything else to add before we go? I, I feel like um, the I same actually thing. did want to add, because, Angel, you mentioned, um, like, you hope everybody can go back to normal life after this. Noonday actually just introduced fundraiser trunk shows, which is um, something we've done in really specific capacities in the past. We do adoption fundraisers 
But right now, we're actually doing fundraisers for any individual or organization that is being affected by coronavirus um, financially or um, health-wise. Uh, so I'm actually doing a trunk show with a hostess right now who is 10% of her sales, she decided are going to go to Meals on Wheels, which is an organization that makes sure that homebound and elderly people are being provided with healthy meals every day. And so I just wanted to share, if anybody is listening and you know someone directly or you know an organization that you want to help support at this time, uh, on top of the global impact that we always make with New Day Collection um, and sustaining these small businesses around the globe, we're, we're bringing it local right now and can help raise funds for people in our own communities. So where do that they reach awesome. out? How do we how do we get a hold of that? Um, they can reach out to me directly, either on my Instagram, which is Impactful Connection, or by email. You can email me directly at noonday n o o n d a y dot logan l o g a n at gmail dot com. We'll add it to the show notes so you guys can just click directly to the to those um, links. Um, so you don't have to go and write it down. Um, <laughs> But, <laughs> write it down right now there's going to be a test <laughs> <laughs> um, but guys stay safe listen to your local authorities and, and follow yeah. instructions and, and just be rational like if, if, if you don't have to go out like just don't be stupid there's no reason I, to be outside if you don't have to um, I totally just posted that the other day I was like just don't be dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't be like 45 um, <laughs> You can do it. I believe in you. Um, but uh, well, thank you guys so much for having me back. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, yes. Please come back. And, and nice uh, to officially meet you, Angel. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Angel, anything else? That's all. Just everyone needs to stay safe, stay in the house, and we will get through this indefinitely. We're doing a live sometime uh, uh, Thursday, oh, yeah. right, Angel? Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. live on Instagram. Oh, this is not going to air <laughs> before Thursday. <laughs> but um, yeah, just look back on our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. I know to tune in. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to host one once a week while this madness is going on. And, and we'll go on for about an hour and catch up with everybody. In the meantime, just let us know what you want to hear. Reach out to us, LGBT Podcast on Instagram and uh, Twitter and LGBT Chat Radio on Facebook. Until next time, everybody, happy trails. Bye. Bye. You just listened to the LGBT Chat Podcast with your host, Ida. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Podcast. Catch a new episode every Saturday. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. 
Visit Spreaker.com forward slash ad hub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash ad hub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way.